Check us out. If you're listening right now, you tuned in to the DV Podcast. Yes, sir. It's your boy Nick Gabe with the two, two E's. E's. Shit, why did I say that? <laughs> nah, shit, I might be, listen, one day I might say Nick Gabe with one E, so you gotta, you gotta put me on B, man. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. Listen, we got my man to the right, we got the Meyer man, because everybody named Mama admires the man. Um, sadly, the party boy, the birthday boy, the Virgo boy, my boy Steph is not here tonight. He's got some shit to do. He's still, I guess, recuperating. That man probably still drunk. I don't know. Um, but he'll be here in a couple weeks, maybe sooner than that. So, you know, y'all just stay tuned for that. But listen, we ain't going to let none of that stop. We're on episode 89, I believe. Um, a couple episodes away from 100. Shout out to all the first and current listeners. We appreciate y'all. Shout out to everybody that was here on the last podcast. That was, damn, how many people that was? We had Nora. We had... Um, Brett, we had Fabi, we had Liam, we had my boy Mario, we had Wit, we had Kamal, Calvin, had a good amount of people. Um, shout out to Anchorman that sponsors us, that get all these episodes on the platform that y'all listen to, yes, Apple, Spotify, Google, they pay us, so we appreciate them. So, we got a special guest, man, a returning guest, um, couldn't get the other two people, but it's cool, they pull up on another day. But listen, we got Nick. If you know who Nick is in Palm Beach County, boy, and you probably hooped with him or you in his league that he got going on. Let's clap it for my boy real quick, man. Hey, y'all boys. How you feeling, bro? How's life? How you vibing? Yeah, I'm vibing. I'm enjoying life, you know. Can't complain. We living. Anything that that seems, you know, bad or something, everybody else got their stuff going. So you just got to move on, push through. And get your life moving. Yeah, that's real. That's real. So, how everybody been? I mean, you said you're, how you been and stuff. So that's sure, straight. Sure. Positive vibes. I'm feeling the same way, bro. I was ace. for everything I got. What's up? I was ace in your body a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. When I woke up, bro, I woke up. Like, how, how did I get here? <laughs> I you know, when you grew up, I still felt like I was drunk, bro. <laughs> nah, for real. Not even hung over, bro. I still felt drunk, bro. We, we really killed that shit, bro. Nah, we did that. Yes, the whole thing, bro. I'm feeling good, man. I'm just learning how this physical therapy shit is. Like, it's cool. I ain't gonna lie. Cause a lot of people, I was even asking you a couple questions too. Like, a lot of people telling me, oh, it's torture. Like, it ain't torture, but she be, she be massaging me. She be giving me compliments. I love it there. Like, you, you, know got, you just gotta find the right person. Like, when I, That's true. when I had to redo, you know, when I was doing my ankle, I got one of the best ones in the yeah, state. Yeah. Yeah. My brother was over there, so we just, you know, like, he you know deep tissue. They yeah. really focus on, you know, that. Yeah. They focus on, you know, while you're doing it, they massaging it. They getting in. They use this little, you know, I don't know if it's a knife or something, but, you know, it really digs. Like, it digs. And mm-hmm. shit brought me back within, I say, a month starting. Yeah. Two, three times a week. You just try to get as much as, you know, they, they don't try to push you to, you know, they push it to your limits, but they're not going to try to push you mm-hmm. farther than what you can. And exactly. It feels good, like. Yeah. You really getting that stiffness out, you know, you getting that. Right, that bitch be stiff. You don't yeah. you don't yeah. really like think how stiff your your any part of your body that gets hurt or whatever, but that bitch be stiff. So they really, you know get that mobility. Get, yeah, get into, you know, it feels I feel much better than I did before. Thank you. I, like and another thing too, at least with my in, injury, because I had surgery and stuff, but like those stretches she was making me do, and of course we done track together and basketball together, so we did stretches. But the stretches that she's making me do, had me thinking like, bro, maybe my coaches failed me. Like yeah, I don't yeah. ever remember doing these. I promise you, but the stretches I'm doing, 
we should have been doing it in practice. Yeah, yeah. like them stretches, so, I, them stretches they had me doing, I ain't never seen them before. Thank you. I ain't never thank heard of them. You. Some of them exercises, like, I've never, thank like, you. you know, they just, I, I thought they was pulling out of their ass. Literally, bro. You got me over here doing shit that I've never, I've never seen before, yeah. but shit, better than anything I was doing Mm-hmm. For 20, 20 years of my life That's why even when you said Like you probably feel better Than you ever did I, yeah. I feel like I'm gonna be that way too Cause they're putting you In positions to like I mean at the same time I used to think When you did surgery And you would come back you would, Your body Or your bone Whatever would be better My mom was registering She was telling me It's not supposed to be better It's just supposed to be good But I'm like yeah. Shit me I think I'm gonna be A 2.0 version of myself like, Yeah you know like Even after like And also it makes you Makes you Explore different ways of doing what you were doing when you got hurt. Yeah. So like, when I got hurt, what I was, the way I was playing before that, I've gotten away from that. Like you know, trying to push certain things where now it's a lot, it's a lot more of a natural thing. Like, you know, I don't try to. You know, it's a lot more simpler when I play like back. Yeah. You know, so it, it just makes you find different ways to do something so you don't re-injure it or. <laughs> You know, mess it up even more. Re injury is like, no, I ain't gonna lie, something's gotta give. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just Something done. Like, I'm not gonna lie, if I mess this ankle up again, if I mess my knee up again, probably done because I don't feel like going through it again. Yeah. That's stuff that, you know. It takes, it takes a, a lot it of does. life away. It does. Like, like, you really gotta just play the seat, you gotta just play the bench. Two and a half months, I was at the house. Yeah. I ain't do nothing. I couldn't hoop. And it feels like, like t- tell me this too, right? Because I did six, eight weeks, no weight bearing. So I'm, you're probably in the same type of situation. Like, you just feel like it's for, it's two and a half years, bro. Yeah. Like, oh, it felt, it felt. Every day, like, what, let's say that Monday through Friday, you were just chilling, going out to eat with your family. Those those two to eight days for me, those two to eight days or two to eight weeks, it felt like life went by five times already. Mm-hmm. Like, a nigga yeah. felt like I was 30. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit was crazy. Like, dog years type shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, nah, it, it took a while. Because, I mean, even after, you know, I'm messing up on a Tuesday, uh, Sunday, that that Monday, you know, pain. That pain was different. Pain was even worse. But then I went to I went to work three days later, you know. But it's just it's just so it's, you you literally got to live a different way. Like you can't do the same stuff. Like you know, can't even get out of bed the same. You can't even sleep the same. Like yeah. now you gotta see. You know, when you have your cash, you gotta sleep with your foot up. You can't twist, you can't turn, you can't flip. Like now, I'm sleeping on my back. Yeah. I used to sleeping on my back. My back like that. You got to sleep with your with your, with your yeah. heart above, like you know your head above your heart or something like that. Yeah, I don't do that. Elevate your foot. Yeah, have like, a pillow, two pillows, and then you know you might be on pain meds where that that point in time you know you sleep, you, you don't wake up like oh wake up now I got to take pain meds. Mm-hmm. You just sleep through it. Now you wake up, your shit on fire. Do you still replay that moment in time when you got hurt, or are you kind of beyond that now? Nah, I do because it's just the way I got hurt shouldn't even have happened. Like, I feel the same. Way. There, there's, there's, there was, there was a way that the people that that was involved could have avoided it. This way I could have avoided. You know, there's no reason I should have tried to hop through three people at the same time. If I'm in the air, why are you collapsing on me? Yeah, like wait till I come down. Shit, and then collapse on me, you know. But why would you come up under me while I'm landing on three people? That's what happened. Yeah, so Damn. I came in and I made a move and I beat the guy, and then they came. So I was gonna hop through, boom, make a move. But when I hop, three people came came up oh, under me. Yeah. So yeah. my foot literally, I landed on one of them, and I felt my ankle touch the ground. 
quickest snap I've ever felt in my life. Like just like this. Like you know, I just felt my ankle just snap right back. Yeah. So my literally, I couldn't even. My leg was literally hanging. Like my leg, it wasn't hanging, but it was numb. I couldn't mm-hmm. move my leg. Mm-hmm. Did like, you feel it? I didn't feel it. Like it was. It was. I had the adrenaline. I had a drunk mm-hmm. running back at the same time that whole day I was working. So I worked that whole day. I didn't eat. Drinking was a little bit, you know, I was drinking a little water, but the the pain hit so bad. And I, I passed out for like, I think like three minutes. They saw me on the bench. Like I was on the bench and I was like this. And I woke up, you know, blurry and stuff like that. They gave me water. But it didn't really hit until, you know, it, you know, it stung. I felt my foot like when every time it would move a certain way, like that's when I felt it. Yeah, got it. But done. once they once they took my shoe off, I was done. Yeah. Once they took my shoe off, I was done. Like I felt, I felt every ounce of pain because that shoe they tightened it. They tightened it so much. I didn't even feel my foot. It felt like I didn't have a foot. But once they took it off, feel that. I looked at my I looked at my ankle. Damn. I was yeah that yeah that shit hurt. That was the worst pain I ever felt in my life ever. I felt the same way. But I ain't gonna lie. Me, I was a little different because my dumbass thought, bro, you, you be all right. You could just sleep it out. I'm in my room, like, bro, this bitch is hurting even more. So as soon as I told my dad, listen, bro, we gotta go to the hospital, I fucked my shit up. I get to the hospital, I feel better now because I know I'm at the right place mm-hmm. to get my shit fixed. You know what I'm saying? But, um, damn, I was crazy. Listen, father listeners, this is just some real past and present shit because if y'all ever got hurt, you know that shit ain't fun. So being at a place where you're kind of getting back to normal or you're normal now, that shit is everything. But listen, like I said, we got a special guest, Nick. Um, let the people know what you're doing with the, the league, because obviously with your story, you just said you hoop. For all the hoopers, you should tune into what he's about to say right now, because this might have something that you want to do. So what I do basically is I work at the YMCA in Boynton. You know, um, I started off with uh, the youth league. You know, I'm big in the youth league. I'm a coach. I ref, train the kids, everything. You know, I've been doing that since I was 16 years old. And then when I graduated, my boss gave me the opportunity to take over our adult men's basketball programs. So that includes 18 plus, where you know you turn 18, so it don't matter how old you is, you know, just from the age of 18 to the age of 85, 100. I got a few 60 year olds. I had a 70 year old. You know, if you just want to be active, you just come be active. We don't discriminate. I'm welcoming everybody. Everybody can come. You know, I built a family with everybody. From the day I took over to the to now, it's just grown. Like I started with eight teams, I'm at 22 a season now. Like I'm at, I run from 10 o'clock in the morning. Well, first game 11, last game nine o'clock on a Sunday. Whole day, whole day, and I'm just there vibing with everybody. It's just one big. Happy so you were like you were a coach, or you just like. So I run it. Okay. I'm literally like you know I I deal with all I deal with all the communications. I do. I, I take in the money. Like you know, if, if somebody can't come in and do it themselves, they send me the money. And as soon as I get that money, I stop everything I'm doing. I'm heading to the Y, because I don't like to sit there with somebody's money in my you know my bank account, cash app. As it just feels weird to me, because then now I bring in like sense of peace to them where their money is to be played with. Yeah. As soon as they send it to me, I'm gone. I'm gonna hit the bank. I'm gonna take it out. I'm gonna get an email within 30 minutes to an hour. Saying, you know, you paid, you're done. Once I get that schedule, let's get busy. Let's hoop. So, um, so pretty, like professionalism type shit. Yeah, yeah. so like, because I know I wouldn't want somebody, you know. Trust you. Yeah, so I don't, I know I wouldn't want, you know, I send my, that's $500. You know, that ain't, that ain't nothing small. Like, I don't want to send my 500 to somebody 
and I'm waiting hours like, damn, did I get scammed? You know, yeah. somebody <laughs> especially now in this area. Yeah, so like, you know, yeah. it's just it's just a way, you know, it's trust, respect, and that's really how I've become so successful with it. I treat everybody with respect, you know, they all trust that I'm gonna take care of them. If they can't make a certain time, like before the season's even created, the schedule, I make a I'm making my mission, you know, what times don't work for you. So I don't run into that problem where Oh, you you gonna forfeit? You know, three four games in a season because then you know you paying to play. Like, you know, we provide. I'm providing you a service, so I'm trying to make it as 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 accommodative for you. You know, you come out, you give me an hour of your day. I'm gonna make it make it worthwhile. And some of these guys, you know, they play at eleven. They stay till five because they just watch games. My game, and I got I'm not gonna lie, I got games that they get down to. You know, you first week of the season, I had three buzzer beaters. Three buzz beaters, and one of them was a was a um big upset. My champions they lost. My last 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 season champions they lost, and one of my teams that lost in the first round last season. Big, you know, big upsets. You know, I got teams that. So it be people you can you got a crowd that pull up and watch. So yeah, so like you know, once once people started, you know, I got my homeboys. So the summer that was my biggest season this past summer. You know, all the college kids was home, had everybody in. You know, Royal Palm they was the. They was the powerhouse for years. You know, they had 16, 18 teams. I was running with eight because nobody really knew who I was. But once I was a, you know, once COVID hit, a lot of people weren't reopening. My guys did did my 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 job for me. You know, they put they it's word of mouth. So and I use my social media. I'm really creating a platform on my social media where people text me nonstop. You know, I'm so your phone be busy. I'm waking up to, you know, when I, so what I do is I make a look, so I don't have a flyer. I literally just make a post. I make a post, you know, Boynton Beach, blah, blah, blah. And I give that to everybody I know. I'm like, I really appreciate, you know, if you could send this out, get this out for me. If you do it, love, respect, thank you in, in advance. And that first week I had, that first night, if I started that night, I probably would have had 40 to 50 teams because that's how many people. But, you know, some stuff stuff happens, you know. People don't have the funds for it, and I have that's no problem true. with it. You know, once, you know. But was, you have no problem with that, but at the same time, you can't pay for them because yeah. that's, that's above you. Yeah, that's above me. So, you know, if I could, if I could provide a free league for, you know, the whole city, the whole state. So you're talking about 100 teams now. Okay? I would. You, you, got, know, your, you, got, you got an NBA team. I'll bring, you know. You, you Adam Silver. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, if I could, I would, but. At the same time, once people started, you know, once the buzz started hitting, I had all my college boys out. Shout out to them. You know, they all doing things. I got boys that's, you know, D1 right now. I got boys that's Juco ready to go to D1. You know, there's kids I grew up hooping with that who would have known, you know, that little 5'8", five, 5'6", five, kids now 6'6", six, six powerhouse at a top Juco school. Averaging 30 points. Scotty Barnes now in the NBA. So, you know... Shout out to all them, you know, they came out, they showed me love, they they competed. And one thing about it, my thing is real competitive. I got cats that was that was them running high school, running Palm Beach County at one point. Playing I got dudes from Clemson, dudes from overseas, mm-hmm. ex-NBA players, some of their own coaches. So we really get into it where ain't nothing easy around here. You know, you, so you got like my bad to cut you off, but it's like you know how the Drew League was like everybody want to go to yeah. the Drew. Like you making your own kind of Drew League, kind of yeah. yeah type so shit. like I really got the top every top Hooper in Palm Beach County. Every everybody that was the Hooper in Palm Beach County, I got them now. So what I want to do is you know I got that now where you know I got all that. There's nobody I can really bring in now. I got no new people I can bring in. 
no new community. You know, if I, if I bring some new people that I don't know, you really can't add any of the competitiveness because I got everybody that you're going to compete with. Like, and the same, some of the people that you're going to bring in, you know, they might not even be as good as they was back in the day. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to expand. Like, you know, I've reached out down south. I'm trying to branch into, you know, Broward because I know there's some hoopers in Broward. I already know. I got some of them already coming up. You're making that trip. So I want to make it easier for some of these guys that, that would rather not make that trip. Still bring that atmosphere from Palm Beach down to Broward. Because I know there's not that many. There might be Coconut Creek. That's one. Other than that, they like don't the really. Like and stuff? Yeah, they ain't really got it. So I just want to, you know, provide that. Because I know some of these guys, you know, they, 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 they want to hoop. They don't want to just sit at the house, you know, with their kids. Just, you know not doing nothing. So they want to come home. You know, I want to give them that, that opportunity. When you give people that opportunity, they still be in charge of everything. Yeah. So, you know, what I would do, it wouldn't be through the wide. Like I would just do it for other people. It's like what I did, you know, I reached out to extreme action park. told them, I was like, I would love if you give me the opportunity to put on a league for you. Cause I know you're not using your gym right now. AAU isn't on right now. So you just got an empty gym, you know, why not put it to use? So I can come do it. You, if you want to see what I'm doing right now, come see what I'm doing right now. I'll run it. I'll run. I'll run an entire day from 11 o'clock to 10 o'clock. I'll bring you nothing but money, nothing but business. At the same you time, you do a job for them. You just bring the atmosphere and the name. Yeah. So, and, and what better than to bring it to an extreme, to an action park? They playing. You know, they playing the games. Their kids can be. It's a win-win. There's a ticket. There, there's a game card for them. That's money in your pocket now. Now they see what you got. Even when they're not here, they'll bring their kids, bring their, their nephews, bring their kids, friends, all that kind of stuff. And that's why I do it at the Y, you know. All my guys become members. Most of them become members because they see I show them love while we're here. Why not bring your kids here so they can experience what I experienced? In my opinion, the Y, the y saved me. It saved a lot of my homeboys. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the Y, I probably would have been in the streets. A lot of my homeboys would have been in the streets. Some of my homeboys ended up in the streets. But at the same but I just wanna help where not all these kids end up in the, in the streets. Hell yeah. So you know, if I can give them that outlet, come come who? Come come be a part of something that, you know, you might not be a part of, you might not feel welcome. You welcome every day here. Come who? Mm-hmm. Put a ball in the basket. Escape reality for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Basketball, you know, you 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 smell the hardwood. Hear that squeak on the floor. Hear that ball bounce. Most satisfying sound is when that ball goes through that net. It take, it take, it take, like you said, to the reality, we could just vibe and just get some peace. Like, you know, and there's and a true, real good basketball atmosphere. It might be competitive, but it's all love. Like, all my games, it's love and respect before, love and respect after. But in the, in the middle of them games, it's war. It's war. But they never let it spill into anything more than that. Like, I've created that. I've created that understanding where... If you got problems, bring that, take that outside. Okay, then boom. So let me ask you this question, because you said that. So I'm sure there's probably sometimes when people had beats either refs with the decision making. Yeah. You know how that shit go. Yeah. Or it's like the players in general, he fouling too much, or he complaining too much. So if you could let us know if there was, if you can't talk about it, was there a moment when shit like that happened? And like you said, they just took it outside, or would they just, would you just kind of look at them and you'd be like, hey, bro, like, you know, we're not, we not even going like that. Like, so, you know, we always got, you know, emotions going to run high. No, let me give you this back real quick. Mm-hmm. It did, sure. it went through. Okay. But, um, you know, emotions do run high at times. Everybody knows that. It's an emotional sport. Mm-hmm. You want to win. Cause I, so, at the end of the season, anybody that wins gets a banner on the wall. 
and you also get a discount for the next season. Okay. So that team that won, so it's 500. That team that won, whoever the captain is, if he decides to bring his team back that following season, they will have a 25% discount. So that is a chunk of change off that 500. You know, so people, people, you know, you see that banner. It, it gives you, it, you know, they, it's they, pride. Yeah, it's pride. You know, you grown man, but at the same time, I got my banner. I got my face on the banner. Like I'm part of this building now. So. You know, emotions run. A lot of these guys have known each other since high school. Most of these guys have been in Palm Beach County their entire life. They've competed from high school, middle school, AAU, all that stuff. So they know each other. And sometimes, you know, they lose sight of it. I had, I had an issue last season where uh, a guy fouled a guy a little too hard, unnecessarily. Another guy didn't like it. So, you know, he gave him a little shove, dropped the ball, threw the ball at him. Another guy, you know, threw the ball back. Hey, you throw, that throw the ball shit, you know, that's it, when you start a yeah. war. Not just for today. But that make you tell your son, you see his son, you beat his ass. That's yeah. that's not family. That's dude. that's that's you know. But um, so they went at it, spill you know thirty seconds to a minute. Motion was running, tensions. Me personally, I don't get in the middle of stuff because these are some big dudes. Not gonna lie, I got some six eight, two sixty dudes that's grown men. You got, you got LeBron ass niggas. Like yeah, like I'm not getting in the middle of you know if my my man's will get into it. Something I'm not stepping in front of will. Once I see that it's de-escalating at one point, I will pick you up and I will remove you from the situation. Because I'm not letting it get. So, they all got that understanding where they're not going to fuck up Nick's image. Like, I'm pretty much the younger brother to all these, all these cats. I'm the youngest one in the gym. Everybody doesn't know that. Most people think I'm some 48, you know, middle-aged grown man. Because, you know, the way, who would think a 20-year-old kid, you know, be doing all that? Like, has his reach, has his impact on people. So... When they realize it's me, you know, it's really all love and respect for me. Where So I treat them as family. They treat me as family. So they will never fuck up my reputation for that. Because they know this shit means more to me than just basketball. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to really create. I'm trying to take over the community where. Because Palm Beach County basketball community, there, there's, some, there's some fucked up aspects to it. You know, people don't care about the kids. You know, they ain't, they ain't for the money. It's backwards for me. The money going to come. But if I can change a kid's life right now, if a kid can, if, if I can, if a kid can tell me, you stopped me from doing this, mm-hmm. you gave me that opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's worth more than any kind of money you can give me. Like that money will not bring you that sense of pride, that sense of you know that good feeling in your heart, that warmth. So, you know they they got into it. We we squashed that. They they you know, them boys realized. But one thing is is the fans. My problem is fans like. Some like fans, moms and shit like that? Yeah, so sometimes they try to get into it. So I had a dude run on the court. And once we DS, you know, we was about to get back to the game. We was about to play the game. Will and Trey, you know, they squashed it. What's up? Respect, you know, my fault. And then Cat runs on the court. So I was mouthing off at Will. That's when I got the problem. Because now you're now you threatening my people. Like, I don't know you. You were invited in my building. You don't have to be here. You should not be here. But I opened my building to, I opened my, my, you know. To everybody, yeah. To everybody. Yeah. I, I, give them, I give them the opportunity, you know, bring your friends, bring your family. Mm-hmm. Let them come see you play for a little hour. It's fun. Kids love it. Because that also gives me the opportunity to bring their families in as well. Mm-hmm. I got your family, now I can get their family, you know. We can be a big family. He starts going at it. That's when, you know, I get up. I have to 
I have to handle it now. Like mm-hmm. once I once I, I give all my trust in the refs. The refs, if they, if I trust the refs to handle what happens in the game. Now, if I see the refs aren't handling it, that's when I step in. But all my refs, you know, shout out to Freddie Grice. He's the best best ref in Palm Beach County. I've known Freddie since I was about six, seven years old. He's always taking take care of me like his son. Every game he comes in, we have no problems. All his refs, I can trust his refs. I can trust any official he brings me. I can trust his organization. He's going to take care. He's going to make sure, you know, there's there's no problems. So, you know, I had to, I had to step in, make sure my guys were safe, make sure everybody else in the building was safe. What was the guy doing? He was just yelling and he said something. So he started threatening He started threatening one of my players. Okay. You know, you know, oh, you don't know me. Don't don't run up on my mans like that. You know, this, that. I'll really, I'll really do you. And then once you start going after yeah, a grown man like that, I'm sure there's like kids and the family. Yeah, like like, like you can't do that. You know, we there's there's no I have no I have no tolerance for that. And then Will, I had no problem if, if Will wanted to defend himself, I got no problem. I always tell them, look, if you really feel your your life is threatened, defend yourself at all means. I have no problem with that. Just don't do it prematurely. If we can squash it, if we can handle it, squash it. Squash it. Just don't, you know, I we we me and my guys have that talk all the time. So when I saw that, you know, Will was was ready to defend himself. Now, like, now I got to step in. Like, I'll take it. Will, go handle what you got. You know, go back. Everybody, take care of this. I'll put myself in danger. Mm-hmm. I'll put myself in front of him and stop everything. You don't have to get through me before you get through my guys. But at the same time, you try to come at me. Now you got this whole gym on you because I'm 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 little bro to all these dudes. Mm-hmm. They not gonna let you play with me, no matter how much, how long you've known. Because if you act like this, and I, you know, I got the story where this cat he's done this multiple times, so they all know how he is. We was able to handle that. We got him out of the building, got back to the game. Great game at the end. Went right down to the wire. Playoff game. Everybody loved it. I had that gym was packed at that at that day. Great atmosphere. You know, it's just that five minutes. We had to, you know. We had, a, we had a little intervention, you know, yield of it. So, other than that, man, I got no problems. It was just straight, beautiful games. You know, you get, you get them blowouts, them games where, damn, when can this, when, when can this be over? But, you know, you got them <laughs> other games like. Those are games where it's like, you just looking like, okay, where the fine girls at? Who yeah, like, like, man. Who like, I can talk to at the like, bench? At, at, at the point, you know, 10 minutes into the second half, you're sitting there like, all right, ref, let's get it on. <laughs> Let's get it on, ref. You know, clock. clock you know, we, we we can get this over with. Somebody but. double jump real quick so we can. Do. Where's timeout? What's the yeah, hell? Yeah, man. Like, so, I'm hungry. Y'all got candy. But at the same time, you know, them guys, they just want to hoop. So I, don't, I will never. I don't have a mercy rule. If they want to stop hooping, they let me know. But I'm not gonna stop you from hooping. Cause I know I wouldn't want somebody to stop me. Yeah, I'm getting my ass whooped by sixty. But let me play. Let me play. I ain't getting paid for this. What's the most? What's the most like the the biggest deficit you seen? Was it sixty? or Was it like forty? Thirty? I've had a sixty ball game. Damn. This past Sunday well, I had a team getting beat by sixty. This past this past Sunday I had a team lose one twenty one to sixty eight. Damn. My boys, my boys was so my boys Zach. But that's the thing. Hold on for me. I'll let you finish that too. But like, I just want people to understand, like, because a lot of people don't really hoop that much because of COVID. They they think two K is the actual hooping. Yeah. In a real basketball game, you see, what's the score you said? 121 68. 120, 121 68. 121 to 68. 
That means that someone on that team, at least three people, have a 30 point games. I had a cat have a 50 to 60 point game. 50 to 60 point game. <laughs> and that 60 point game, if he had 60, right? The team had 68. Mm-hmm. He had eight points less than that entire team. Yeah. So that means that entire team, three of them boys had to be partying, drinking, smoking. All them boys just don't give a fuck. Them boys might have just needed the, the cardio just so they didn't get fat. So they were willing in their head, like, we might get beat by 61 now. And they're like, shit, okay. Yeah, like, so that's so crazy. Like yeah, that's like, yeah, crazy. like, and, and the thing is, a lot of my guys, they're really there for the cardio. I you know, they, they ain't there to prove nothing. Mm-hmm. They proved what they had to prove back in high school. You know, they were some of the top players in the, in the county, some of them top players in the state. Some of them got state championships. They played before the national championships became a thing. Like, you know, the top team in the nation, they got their, they got their thing. So, um, but yeah, one of my boys, he uh, is actually one of the most, most unorthodox players you'll ever meet in your life. Mm-hmm. You'll look at him, man, this man can't hoop. Look at him. Right. He's going to put 50 on you right now. And he did. They thought he couldn't hoop. And I told him, don't sleep on my boy. And last season. Just how he looked or how he played? Just how he looked. But when you see him play, last season he had, I had my boy, one of my boys was guarding him. And he was like, oh, I'm from the guard. This, I'm from the guard. He's not. I'm like, all right. Like, mm-hmm. do think what you want to think, but just wait. I think my boy had 40 on him. Mm-hmm. He killed him, smoked him, 40. And I was like, I looked at him like, that's what you get. You looked at him and you thought he could not hoop. And he was fucking you up. 25 points in the first half. It's a 20-minute half. <laughs> that man was fucking you up. Off of shit that, like, you know, just boom, pull up, and then he catches it. He don't, he, my boy don't stop moving. He always gonna move, but you get him on defense, he ain't gonna play defense at all. That man, that man is the most laziest person you ever meet when it comes to defense. Oh, yeah, James Harden. Yeah, like you know, if he want to play defense, he can play defense. James Harden. But you ain't gonna catch him playing defense that much. James when he play, if he catch a foul, we all surprised because we be like, he don't play defense. How the hell are he gonna foul you? So you know, but it's all funny games. You know, I get everybody. We have fun. We laugh. We joke around. You know, I'm messing with the guys mid game. No, I'm talking shit because I can. I played last season. I played a couple seasons ago. That's actually how I got hurt. But I'd rather not even play. I'd rather just – I just enjoy the atmosphere. You know, I got – this season, you know, guys is telling me I can't stop. I got to keep going. They, you know, they they give me validation. You know, they, they commemorate me for what I'm doing, and it feels good. So, you know, I'm not going to stop. My, my goal is take over this whole – as much as I can. Touch as many lives as I can. Change as many lives as I can. Have fun in the process. That's good, bro. Because, like, at least from when I was, like, I guess high school type shit, there was never, like, a place, like, I mean, of course you could go to your local LA Fitness or mm-hmm. YMCA, but, like, there was never a person you'd be like, yeah, bro, let's go to this person because he's running this shit and everybody we know going to be there is going to be, like you just said, competition, but it's going to be yeah. it's going to be. A family atmosphere, ain't nobody gonna get shot. Like, it's just a good vibe. You just wanna just be around people that you know, and it's just an all around good vibe. I ain't never, I never knew a place where a person that we knew was hosting it or in charge of it. It was either like, hey, bro, we went to LA and Boynton or the LA and Wellington. Yeah, like, one in Delray. Like, it was never like, now nah, let's go to, yeah, let's go to the YMCA that Nick got, because that's where everybody would be at. You know what I'm saying? So, at least in my opinion, you're the first one I've ever seen do it. And do it for shit Because I've seen it But I've never been there But from what you're telling me Like You doing that shit well bro You handle it You know you, like Have you seen that for Or like ever Seen somebody like Nah not really bro Yeah 
Not gonna lie, bro. Like, I'm kind of quiet. But I'm listening, bro. I'm amazed, bro. That's just amazing. Like, that's years old. Like, I respect that. I should appreciate it. Especially at 20. Like, yeah, niggas in 20 were about, damn, what? I gotta send this essay to my professor. Like, <laughs> I, I have a question for you. This is, it might sound a little like off topic a little bit, but this, is, this isn't even for the podcast. This is for me. Just because I like to, like, I guess research. Just, like, yeah. Are you happy? Yeah, you know, well, in your there's life in general. happiness. There's, there's different ways, you know, happiness is, you can be happy in certain aspects and not be happy in other aspects, you know, so long. Um, when it comes to that, when I'm in the basketball court, when I'm on the court, when I'm around these guys, I'm happy as, I, as I can be. There's, I can't be mad when I'm around them. But, you know, there's, there's certain days where, you know, you just wake up, you know, you go to sleep, deep in thoughts, you know. I've had stuff happen in life where, you know, it'll catch up to me sometimes because I push myself to the limit. So I'll be exhausted at one point. When you get exhausted, you have nothing but to, you have nothing to do but, you know, Thoughts run wild sometimes. When you up late night, there's nothing really to do but think. So you know it brings you down. But I see, I've seen so much. I've seen so much things where what I'm going through doesn't amount to some things that other people are going through. You know, I got friends that, that you know they've lost, they they lose their their loved ones. You know, I've lost a few loved ones, but at the same time, that's what pushes me to because you know I wake up every day for the ones that can't. They can't wake up, so I'm gonna wake up every day. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. They told me never to stop to do what I want to do, have fun with it. So I'm gonna do it. But you know, the happiness it'll come. At, at the moment, it's iffy. It'll hit here and there. But you know, what can I do? I'm living. Can't complain. So you gotta gotta push through. Sure. How you at, man? I met Manny. <laughs> was the YMCA too? I met Manny. He has a little brother, right? Yeah, I met Manny through the YMCA. That's um, that's 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 family right there. You know, he, um, we was doing real good for a little while. Me and Manny, you know, we'll hoop every day, just have fun. You know, just vibe. That was, that was my big brother. You know, um, I grew up. You know, I'm the oldest in the house, but I got a lot of. I grew up around a lot of older dudes that you know. That's that's my big brother. You know, they made sure I was straight. Day in and day out. Um, it's just a shame, you know, Manny did take a different path in life. For all the people who don't know who Manny is, at least in my neighborhood, he used to live in my little neighborhood for a couple of years, so we would just hook all the time, play one-on-ones. Manny was the type of dude, like, he was cocky. He was. as fuck. He knew he was But athletic. it's because he knew he had the skills. Like, at least for me in basketball, I always thought that he was pretty good, at least for his he was size and shit. I, do, I don't know if he could have been D1. It probably depends how much he gave a fuck. But he could definitely at least play some college yeah, basketball. Yeah, Manny. Or not probably football because he had the speed and everything. He was good. Um, but he was a cool dude. Like, at least with me, like, he would be cocky, but he's not going to be like, if you meet him on a regular day, he's going to try to say, hey, you a bitch. Nah, like, nah. It's just that competitiveness. He wants you to feel like, no, I'm the king. Yeah. You my boy. We can hoop. But every time we play, I'm that nigga, and you're just going to lose to me. So that was always cool because shit like that, we always play, and I always try to pull the wrong type shit, but. Even like you said, you can finish what you were saying too. Obviously, yeah. What you were saying. We, um, he was a cool dude, bro. Good, bro. Was, I, I seen him two, three years ago. We was talking, we was chopping it up. Yeah, he's um genuine. You know, came from a good. His house his, was genuine kid. His pops was even more genuine. You know, the thing is, his pops had a different image where his pops his pops was tatted to the teeth, like bald head was even tatted and was tatted all over his body. So you looked at him, you thought he was a gangbanger, but if you really opened his mouth, you had you chopped it up. You, Talk. It was genuine family, you know, great family. 
Um, Manny just fell, fell into the wrong environment. Um, so, you know, he's had a few setbacks in life. He's actually, you know, incarcerated at the moment. Um, he, uh, you know, just, just stupid stuff that could have been avoided. You know, it's, but it's life, it's environment. People end up as product of their environments. But um, when he was when he was when he was free for a little minute, every week would check up on each other. You know, he always made sure I was straight. Always made sure. He told me every day, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Never, never stop. Never let anybody stop you. But um, it's one of one of one of my close friends. You know, one of my good friends where uh, we we were able to talk about anything. And um, I do miss him, but he'll be out soon. I don't always jail on nobody. He'll be uh, but you know, you gotta face your consequences. You know, you do something, you gotta face the consequences. And he is, so we'll see him, see him soon. Come out, make sure he's doing a lot better. But uh, yeah, you know, it's my guy. He's a good dude. Yeah, real one, real one. Just um, it's crazy though, like, cause I knew Manny, but I didn't know you knew him. It's like it's crazy how this whole like I don't want to say city, cause I'm not just Boynton Beach. But like the county is so small, bro. Like, like everybody's either heard of somebody or you met somebody. Like, like, cause I didn't know. I think I met you maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. But it's like the people that you know that I know that we probably didn't know that we knew each other. Like, bro, like it's just so small the county. I just be like realizing that shit. Like, even though it's probably like in the whole county, maybe up to fifty, hundred thousand people, whatever. Damn it, everybody knows everybody. Really, that's really you know. It's so a, even when you're doing the basketball thing, like you just united. I'm sure it's not just people from Boynton. You already said that. So you got people from Broward trying to take a trip. So. I got Broward. I got um, Royal Palm, Riviera, Wellington, West Palm, Boca, Delray, Deerfield, Jupiter. People of all different walks of life. Yeah, and that's me pulling up. That's, that's what you really like to see. You know, we live in a world and society where a lot of people are divided. One thing that can bring people together is sports, sports and music, art. So if I can be a part of it, if I can give that, um, if I can help create that unity, there's nothing better than it. Not most does. All right, man. So I remember you were saying before the pod started, you were saying like you was just growing up on different music. So like every time you'd be sliding with your people, they'd be like, damn, I just never playing 2002, <laughs> 2004 music, right? Yeah. Um, and you was even saying before, like, you know, like, because when you said gang, I was like, damn, okay, now he knows. Because, like, I don't know why. I feel like high school when Kodak was just coming out, One Week was coming out, Gank was coming out, all them boys, TJ, like, yada, yada, One Way Frank. That wave was from 20, what, 13 or 14, I guess? To like, yeah, to, yeah. To like, and it probably ended, at least not Kodak shit, but like all the other boys, I guess you could say, to like 2019, 2018, yeah. or whatever. Like, at least, and this is really just a Florida <clears throat> thing, if you know it, because we have a lot of, like you said, underground artists that are really still good, but it's like, and I always want to ask somebody, since you know, you could probably give a good answer, like, well, how do you think the boys just ain't make it like that? Or like, you think they're talented? Because like, when you listen to them in the beginning, like when you were younger, obviously, when you were younger, it's like, damn, them boys hard, but looking back now, like, was it just, they were only hard for that moment, they never leveled up, or is it just like... They were just only they only just gonna be hot for the city. They're not so gonna be hot everywhere. It's, it, it really it really comes down to Florida is just people don't come together the way the way we should. Like if, if we really wanted to, Florida could take over this entire country. 
We got some of the most talented people, whether, you know, music, sports, anything. Mm-hmm. We got some of the most talented artists you'll ever hear. Yeah. But there's so much bullshit. There's so much trauma, beef, you know, industry shit where, you know, a lot of these guys, they don't want to leave that. You know, they 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 known the streets all their life, so that's where they're going to live. They're used to it because they're comfortable. Yeah, so nobody wants to break that that comfortable, you know. Nobody wants to move out of that, that you know. They don't want to make themselves uncomfortable, and, but only way to move on in life is to be uncomfortable. got to be uncomfortable. You got to change. You got to go through change. That's why a lot of these guys that we've seen start in the streets and made it past the streets, when we all know there's only two ways of making out the streets, you got death or jail. Some of these guys, you know, they were the only ones out of their group, out of their city that was able to make it. Sure. They were that one person. You, know, you got the Jeezy's, Ross, you got all them boys like, you know, Wayne, Kodak was able to do it, but now he's falling back into it. You got people like Jay-Z, you know, Gucci. They were able to see the other side of it, you know. They got love for the hood, but they knew the, the hood does not love them. Streets don't love nobody. Bullets got no name. Bullets got no direction. Jail is just another. It's just a number. So if you really want, and also they knew they had something to live for. Their kids, their families. So for them to do that, they had to make changes. They had, you know, ride wave, grew up in the streets. Look at them now, selling out arenas. But that's what I'm trying to say though. My name is Control. Well, Broadway's different. And again, I'm not going to say he came in the right time because I think, it, well, he did. He came at the right time, but I think, because he, wait, uh, I heard Heartbroke Hotel, I think 2019. Yeah, 2017. 2018. That's when it came out? 2018, I'd say. Okay, he came out of the right time. I'm thinking to myself, he probably could have came around 2017, 2016, but that's that was that was still only like a Drake type shit to really just be able to uh, see. Rich homie. Yeah. Well, yeah. not even that though, you were trying to just mean like when the lane that he's in, the only dude who's really doing that is Drake. Is yeah. Drake, so it wasn't really. Come trying to. Well, that's a whole other thing with Rob to really see how he was able to just be so accepted so quickly. But he really did change how you could just. Do your music, so shout out to him. But like, we're just we're just the Florida shit is like, because everything you said is the truth. But it's like, and I guess there's no real answer to really see why these niggas just didn't be like why these why these rappers didn't become who they were supposed to be. In my opinion, because like even Jay Dola, you remember who he was? Jay who? See, that's how, that's how crazy. What was his name again? Jay Dola. Yeah, yeah, I know. Bro, who he is, yeah. I looked at his Instagram. Man had the last post, I think 2020 or 2019. Some people say he got um, what's that bitch called, bro? That he got, you know, when they like, let's say he's Haitian, right? He's a he's Haitian, I think. And then he go back. He got deported. I'm like, how the fuck he got deported? He's from Palm Beach. Oh, I don't, know. I don't know if he's born here, but there are people just saying that he's deported because he ain't posting a minute. People saying that maybe he died. It's like you know, people say dumbass yeah. comments, but it's like his music was tough too. Nah, so he I just he just had a song come out, but it ain't come out this year. Nah, it, it came out. Came out twenty nine. Towards the end of twenty nineteen, beginning of twenty twenty. You know, I think he had. That song like Jack Boy and something like that, yeah. but it's just you know they get that they get that fame for a little minute, but it I just could be the labels, bro. Yeah, I think the labels just don't know what to do with them. Like for example, 
And we could just make this more of an appreciation of Florida artists that we heard than like why they they're not where they are. But like another like Gang, we were just talking about Gang too. Like if you know who Gang is, bro. You know Pain and Pressure. Uh, what other songs? Street Lights. Street Lights. Uh, he has a remix to um, G Factor. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what else he had? Because he had a tape. What's his tape you called? Ask me if I ask me, ask if, me I, if I felt pain. I heard that whole. Um, and he had another one before. I think it's called Pain and Pressure. I don't remember. Yeah. Because he had a song called Coolin. I like that song. Mm-hmm. But it's like we were just talking about it too, bro. It's like if you. Cause I will say this, like how you say Florida can take over the world. I believe that. Cause when we did the, at least when fast, fast music took came over. out, bro, it really took over. And a lot of other states, DJs mm-hmm. are doing that shit. I don't know if we. I would like to say that we were the first ones, but I don't know. I don't want nobody saying, "Oh, nah, nah, you tripping, Nick." We, we, we brought the light. We brought the light. Okay, we brought the light. Yeah. Boom. So it's like seeing that shit and seeing how like with gank, like if you listen to gank with no fast music, it's still gonna slide. But at least how I got introduced to him, it was through fast music. And his voice, if you listen to Gank, it's not the regular voice. Because he could sing, but it's just a different shit. So, I don't know if that's just strictly for Florida people to really understand and appreciate. But it's just like, we, like you said, we have a lot of talented people, bro. I just feel like maybe they're only just going to be they're meant for Florida. favorited here. Yeah, like, like you said, Koda, he can go to freaking... He make music for everybody. Washington, they're bumping him. He's, yeah. He, he did. He verified. Um, Raw Wave 2. Like, it's only like really four or five... Artists from Florida who are good at any city they go to in the country. Kodak, Raw Wave, Melly. Ace I, a little bit. I will, okay, you can say Ace. I want to say Tokyo Jets, but I don't really know. Nah, man. She, she but got, as far as females, she probably is number Tokyo, one. Tokyo, yeah. She's, you you, you got, got females, but... um, Who's the fifth one? I want to say... um, What's that buddy's name? He got that tape that came out. Um, I think he in Jacksonville, too. I'm going to say his name. Hold up. Julio? I don't think Quill on Edge. I was gonna say Lil Papa, but Papa. probably. But even then, he's still Papa, he's still Papa getting there. Papa, he's still getting there. Like I listen to Papa Heavy. I I, I, I don't know him. if niggas in Washington are bumping for you. Nah, it's, I think it's, he's more in the southern area. It's 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 a it's an acquired taste. What people say, you know, Florida, we really our own. Yeah, we really our own it's our own people. Mecca. Like yeah, like yeah, you know a Florida person if you see him. That's one thing about it, you know. You see, you, you come to Florida, it's gonna be a lot different. You know, people see Florida for the Sunshine State. You know, they see the they they see what you see on social media, Miami Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, you see the parties, FSU, UM, UCF. But when you get down to real Florida, it's just it's like it's a different it's a different environment. You know, I'm choosing hustle. Yeah, Florida, we gonna hustle. One thing about Florida is we gonna get it how we need to get it. You gotta get it out of the other states, but Florida, it's a, you go like because then in Florida, like like I was just saying before, like, there were some people I used to you know be around from a quite a not a long time, but just some good amount of time, and I know people are doing great things for themselves, and that make you if you're not a hating ass nigga, I don't know if you're a hating ass nigga, I don't know what really hustles you, but if you're just a dude who's happy to see people win and you were in the same situation as them, and that makes and you already kind of winning mm-hmm. at that point, but now you've seen how they win, you just ready to hustle even more. That should be like that's that type of energy you need, whether they know it or not. Like you know what I'm saying, it just rubs off on you. So yeah. it's a great feeling, you know. I, I've seen a lot of my I've seen a lot of my friends come from from nothing to you know they got multi million dollar companies. They got um you know they 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 doing they providing for their families. They providing for others, and it makes you feel good about yourself because. 
I know those people, and that also makes me want to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Like I got, I got homeboys that you know I, I watched them start their clothing line. Now that clothing line is taking over, you know, and they created a different, different companies from that clothing line. You know, they started with the clothing line, but now they got other things. They invested in their friends. Which you want to see, you know, if you, if you can't invest in your friends, if you, if you can't look at your other, at your, at your homeboy on the other side of the table, and be like. We got the same mindset, you know, we're going to be rich together. We're going to take over together. They shouldn't be around you. Like, why are you, why am I by somebody that won't be able to, that won't share that same mindset, that same, you know, view on the world as me? Because if I'm rich, they not, what's that going to do for me? They probably, either I'm going to help them, I'm going to give them that avenue mm-hmm. where, you know, go do it, make it, give, you know, or they're just gonna sit there and leech off of it. And a, a real true friendship, it should it should be, you know, just that bond, that that joy of being in each other's lives, not what can they do for me? What can I do for them? That's that's business. That's a business partnership. It's not a friendship. Would you start a business? I would. Like, would you would it be closed or you don't know yet? If you had to My pay? business is gonna be well, I already have the um my business is gonna be what I'm doing right now. Lead, yeah. So what I want to do is I just want to give somebody. I want to give everybody that escape that I was talking about, where you come into my gym, you can just escape reality, or just leave the bullshit at the door. Build that family. You know, if a kid want to get in the gym at two o'clock in the morning, I'll let you get in that gym. I'd rather you be in that gym playing basketball than being on the streets, slanging dope. You know, getting in fights. Throwing up gang signs, you know, doing stupid shit that mm-hmm. will lead you to either six feet under or in a cell. And that's just something. That's something a lot of my friends and I didn't have. Yeah. I want to give that to them. We don't really have that around here. There's not that person that, you know, they'll want, they'll want something in return. I don't want, I, what I want in return is seeing you go further in life. Because I've seen, I've got a lot of friends, you know, they didn't see the day of 18. They didn't see the day they turned 16, 21. Yeah. I want you to be RP Kiar, man. RP Kiar. You know, a lot of um, a lot of my boys in sixth grade. I, I two of my two of my close friends they passed away, and so it's just you know, I want them to be able to. It's pretty much escape. That's 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 what I want. That's what I want them to do. Go blank when you play. Just play. Put that ball in that basket for that two, three, four hours you in the gym, and you know. Take all that anger out on that ball. Throw the ball at the bat. Throw the ball at the floor. Throw the ball at the wall. Scream as loud as you want. Let it all out. A basketball is going to listen. That's that's really all they need is something to listen. So I want to give them. That's for me, like, you know, basketball is therapy for me. So if I can give that to somebody else, help them, you know, that'll help me. That'll make me feel better. That's real. Um, what was he talking about? Oh, yeah, the Florida shit. So, just name, like, you know, a couple of Florida artists that people like. Okay, somebody be like, yo, bro, I'm coming to Florida, but I want to listen to only Florida artists that, like, like not pioneered that shit. He ain't going to trick that, none of them niggas. <laughs> you know, it'd be like people that was like, bro, uh, people that's like underground and not too popular, but have a vibe. Like, who would you, like, even like five artists you, know, you would tell that person to tap into? Ice Billion, you know, Ice Billion Bird, um, Major Nine, most definitely. Lil Dread, um, can never go wrong with Lil Coleon. Can never go 
can never go wrong with a little, um, can never go wrong with gank either. Can't go wrong with ball greasy. Um, that's really. You throw one way in there? One way, definitely. One way, Frank, definitely. But you know, I don't know what happened with one way. You no, know, he, he was he, he, he had really it. should have been. He had it at one know. point in time. I thought he was better than Kodak. I ain't gonna lie. He had it, but at you one know, point, I thought he was. Sometimes you know they fall, they fall into the um back into their way of life, and that's just something that you know it's unfortunate, but nothing you can do about it. They had it. They had that opportunity. They just didn't take it. Like, so, even but, even Chu Chu was too old. That's the, I yeah. think that, I think that's his main problem. A lot of these guys, he was yeah. too. Cause I mean, I heard videos like of him who was younger, but it's like I think because I know uh, one way Frank tried to do a double XL freestyle. I think twenty. I mean, he tried to get on the double XL magazine. I think twenty seventeen, the year after Kodak. I think Chu Chu did the same thing too. But it, and I was looking at their little like audition. I'm not Chu Chu. You too old, fam. Like yeah. as far as Floyd War is gonna be a legend, but it's like your ceiling should have been. Maybe eight years ago. Mm-hmm. It's not your, it's not your fault, bro. It's just you know, you just a little too old. They didn't take that up. That's why I feel like Kodak was a big reason why he made it. Cause that nigga was when you looked at Kodak from what video, I guess you could say skirt or whatever. Like that nigga didn't look twenty. Some people probably thought he was seventeen. I think he was eighteen or nineteen when that video came out. So it's like he he was just the youngest dude, and he just matched what Florida was at that time. It still mm-hmm. is. So you know, you ain't take that. He up really did come at a person. Did he came at at a perfect time. Next person took that opportunity. So, you know, if you're not going to take it. You think Kodak's going to stay number one forever? As far as for our generation, you think Robert's going to catch him? At this point? Because right now, some, I've seen a list. I don't know if you've seen a list, too. It's like a Florida list. They put Robert number one. I'm taking Rod because Rod is, you know, Rod is able to stay out the bullshit. Rod is able to. But not know, musically, he, though. Not he, not the outside. He's able, but, that's, but that's the thing. It does play, it does play a big part in it. Because you see a lot of these guys, you know, they got it, but then their past life or they just never. Because like we were saying, a lot of Florida guys, they, they got that opportunity, but they can't leave it behind. They can't leave that old life behind. Mm-hmm. Kodak has yet to leave that life behind. He's still in that same environment. He's still got those same people that he was committing crimes with mm-hmm. around him. Allegedly, allegedly. We don't know. Everything. Allegedly. But, you know, after a certain while, you keep going back to jail. You keep ended up in fair case. You keep ended up in all that stuff. When are you gonna realize? I gotta stop. I gotta get out of it. If but I, only reason why I say I'm not putting what they do in their life is because at the end of the day, these niggas they never said they're supposed to be our role models. So whatever they do in their life is their life. Yeah. Like even like I ain't trying to take it that far back. Like when Gucci went to jail, even though I guess you know he you protected yourself. It is what it is. But when Gucci came back, people not really saying to Gucci. Yeah, because at least in the Atlanta list, I think he's top five of all time, maybe top ten. Easily. People's not going to say that he should, that he can't be higher because of his fuck-ups. They're just going to be like, bro, you're, only, you're, you're at this place because of the music you dropped. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, if they do put his life with his music, I think that's unfair. But if you're going to do that, go ahead. But at least with me, with Kodak and Robert musically, I still say Kodak for right now because... I don't want to do like you could break it down a lot of ways too. You could do okay. Let's compare their tape to tape, their best tape to best tape. I don't think Raw Wave has an institution album yet, in my opinion. I could be wrong. If that's what Kodak, if that's what people are saying Kodak's best tape, I don't think he has that yet. But at the same time, every going in the past two three years, Raw Wave is consistency. 
And I like the tri- the, the tape that he dropped in jail. Um, Yak, um, Bill, Bill is real. And I like the couple mixtapes he's been dropping. But when this nigga went from PTSD to Soulfly, it's like this nigga not missing. This fat nigga not missing. Anyway, yeah, he's better he's still every trying year. to find. I don't know if he's finding what he wants to do. Cause I'm sure he's got over 500 songs, mm-hmm. or if he's trying to see who he should do. You know what? I'll make this exception. This exception. You're right with the life shit, cause this nigga's like, I, listen, this nigga came back out of jail, and he went from my homeboys, not my homeboys. This is supposed to be my brother, not my brother no more. Yeah. I. Depressed. I'm feeling better now. Like he, like he, because he's been out a couple times. He will come back out. He'll drop a tape. He's been straight. But this time when he came out, it's like everything just came at him at once. So it's like mentally, even when he did that song with Rod Wave, I'm like, bro, please don't be for Rod Wave next time. Because I ain't gonna like Florida can't take that. I, I'm I'm still getting used to you and Jap Boy not being cool. I'm not gonna even lie, that is not cool. Arthur. His verse, his verse on Get Ready was probably that. That is that old Kodak. That was like the first opinion. time I felt like, okay, he's somewhere. Old Kodak is back off that verse. But yeah. at the same time, like, it's just... Because he's been cons- on some crazy shit. Lately. It's off of consistency. You know, you, you can only go to... You can only be gone so many times and hold your spot. That's true. Because before there was a ride wave, he could go to jail, still be number one. Because yeah. nobody was doing it. But now there's, he there's really somebody has. that's really coming for it. Because yep. you can't just go to jail and still expect to come back. Life's going to be the same shit. You know, it ain't... Life gotta move. Life gotta go on. As far as like the rankings, for sure, yeah. Cause, I mean, either way, I'm taking, I'm taking Rod because Rod is Rod is really Rod Wave can go any to any city he wants to. Rod Wave can go to any state he wants to, and he will not have to say a word in his performance, and those fans will sing that song word for word. Okay, but we gotta because that is true. But we have to make it a thing that is at the same time he is. Uh, I don't think he's an R and B singer, but he's speaking. He's just speaking truth. He's, he's yeah. not. He's not trying to sell you nothing but the truth. Mm-hmm. Which he's from. He from St. Uh, Petersburg, but I think it's up north type uh, shit. St. Petersburg, right by Tampa. Okay. Um, with yeah, he's just been same shit, but it's gangster shit, cool, whatever. But it's like if he wanted to do the same shit, he could. Let's not make it seem like he's the only artist in the world. No, yeah, yeah, he could. Everybody but. can, but it's because with his selective music, it's just easier for him yeah. because they're singing with the hearts out. Mm-hmm. If Yak wanted someone to just do freaking. Um, Rolling Peace, they're singing his verse and X's oh, yeah. verse. He don't got to do it. I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of rappers, I, I don't think a lot of rappers can. I'm sure there's a few lists of rappers where they could just do a 40 minute set. They don't got to say shit. The fans come out. You got, you got Wayne, you got Drake. No, I'm talking about the youngest. Oh, I'm youngest? talking about like Kodak's, like the 21 Savages, Uzi, Yadis, Yak, Raw Wave. Um, you got Uzi. I think like, Melly fans too. Migo Melly, fans. Melly, Melly got a few. He got a few. Okay, it's, boom. Speaking Migos of Migos, definitely. Is Melly third to you right now? In third place? Know. Who will be in third place? My top five right now, you got Rod. Mm-hmm. You got um you got Yak. In my opinion, I'm putting even though he doesn't have that big of a you know reach, I'm putting Papa. I'm tripping. I forgot about somebody. Go ahead. I gotta put Pop. Um I gotta put Ace, but Ace, you know, lately. I know you're Ace, about Ace, oh, Ace the Young. Ace, young and Ace. Young and Ace hasn't, you know, mm-hmm. lately he's been tripping. That singing shit was cool back then, mm-hmm. a year or two ago, but now focus on your YouTube with your girl. You got too much beef <laughs> in the city where every time you come out, someone gotta say some shit. Like, you can't, Ace can't say nothing like, 
it's cool. The beef, beef cool. You know, you you diss a you diss you diss somebody homeboy real quick, but you can't make a career off of it. And you nah, see it. Like a lot of these guys, Julio, a lot of these guys, they you know they trying to, but they can't. Yeah, that's you got to be versatile. But you know, so I got Ace Pop, Yak, Rod, and another one. At one point, it was Jack Boy. Jack Boy, when 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 Kodak went to jail, Jack Boy was really putting. Nah, he put out some good. He was tunes. really putting out some. Jack some, Boy too's a good tape. Some some tunes, you know. But nah, Melly. I don't, after Murder on My Mind, Blue Balenciagas, I haven't really heard a Melly song that. Did you like um, that one? What's that bit called? That really touched everybody. Let me see. What's that bitch called? It's, it's the song that's got City Girls on there. Butter Pe- Not Butter Pecan. Oh, Butter Pecan? Um, that, that's that's the song. What's that tape called? We Are. Not We Are. But you know he's got a little portrait. Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking I think about. that's my favorite Millie album. When I heard that album, because I go like City Girls, Rolling Loud. That first five is just crazy. Mm-hmm. There, there's um, some good ones. And that was before Rowie had popped too. So it's like, I feel like, at least with him. That jail shit. It's like jail and Florida rappers just go neck to neck. I don't know why. It's either that or the death, the yeah. beef. You, you, when, when have you ever really heard of a Florida rapper that don't got beef with nobody besides Rod, Rod Wave? That's why he, I go lie there. That's it. You, you know what? I'm gonna have to put him as number one because he's the golden child. Like, let's say Florida rappers had a mom, right? Every rapper's a badass child. Rod Wave is the only child where he's still on. He's still on the, the bad shit like his brothers and sisters, but he's actually listening. But also, he got out. He's like a favorite. He's a favorite. Right. He's the, he's the but favorite. the thing is, he moved. He got out of Florida. That was his biggest thing. You get out of because how many how many of these how many of these rappers that we hear that die? They die in their own city. They die yeah. in their own state. What real rapper have you heard that has died somewhere else besides Pop Smoke? Yeah. Lately, is you know they dying yeah. and they besides Vaughn. Vaughn died in Atlanta. Yeah. But other than that, these guys are dying. G Money died in Louisiana. Boulevard Quick died in Louisiana. Wiz died today. Rest in peace, Wiz. Died today in his peace. hometown. At, uh, X died in what? Broward? Yeah, my, yeah Broward. My X, X, actually, died, yeah. X died in Broward. I was so, going to say that too with the list. I got to put X. I don't know where I'm... He's a way bigger X fan than me, so... Let the people know that what would your list be for Florida rappers? For Florida rappers, shit. Yeah. Right here, I'm not lie, I'm not really that caught up type of shit. But you like, know, at least before, so. way back when, like when I was. Is X to your number like, one? Well, you said uh, Kodak or Rod Wave or something like that took over. X, I feel like X, X isn't you know. I don't even think that you could put X in that same category. He was different. He was doing. He was doing like that's not different a shit, like different genres. He was worldwide type shit. You think that's if not, he was alive right rapper. now, he'd be. You think if he was alive right now, he'd be the biggest artist in Florida? Yes. Easily? Yes. Yeah, I think he, so, too. He has a lot further reach. I think him and Kodak would have a take by His reach isn't just, like, our, like, group type shit. He's literally it's worldwide type shit. The entire fucking world. Niggas, niggas out of this fucking country was bumping his shit. He still has a quote to this day. Mm-hmm. I, sure. I think him and Kodak would have had a take but, by now. But at the same time, it's like him and Juice. Juice is from Chicago, but you will never be able to put him as a Chicago rapper because... He doesn't do what these other Chicago rappers are doing. Yeah. X did not do does not do this Florida shit. X was really talking real world, real life problems. He just depression, anxiety, all that kind of stuff. Giving people that don't have an, that that aren't heard right now, he's speaking for them. Those kids that you know feel like the world doesn't understand them, he's giving someone that they can look up to understands them. So it's like you can't even. That's like that's like saying oh. 
is Drake number one in the game right now. Drake isn't even part of the game, in my opinion. Yeah, that boy. Drake is really in his own lane. Like you cannot. There's he, nobody. He in, there's nobody in the game right now that will ever fuck with, with Drake. Uh, we gotta see what that boy Kendrick do. But as far as what you said, I don't think you're right. He's not in, in no competition. In my opinion, it's just always gonna be Drake, Kendrick, and Cole until we realize who's. I still think Drake's number one, so I agree with you on their part. But I have to see what Kendrick does and what J. Cole Drake took the torch from. Drake was given the game from the great, from someone that was on the I tell people all the time, like, if you don't think, in my opinion, I think Lil Wayne is the best rapper dead or alive. And if we're doing influence in the life shit, because I mean, influence, we know what Wayne did. But if we're doing, like, as a boss, what did you do? He signed the best female rapper since 2010 and the best male rapper since 2010. How is he? That's what I'm saying. Like, as far as rapping, of course, you could say Jay-Z, Biggie, Tupac, cool. In my opinion, I think he's the best dead or alive because this nigga's from Louisiana where they don't rap like how they rap in Brooklyn and mm-hmm. Compton. He had no business being able to rap this good. And he could have easily... He, at the age that he was. He could have easily just been a make strip club music rapper like how Juvie was. Juvie could rap too and he could have been straight just like that. He chose to get better. He chose to be lyrical. So, I always tell people this. Imagine if Wayne was from Brooklyn or Compton. He'd probably be the best rapper. If he still kept what he was doing. So, what he's done and having Drake in, like, Jay-Z has Rihanna and J. Cole. That's cool. I don't think Rihanna and J. Cole are beating Drake and Nicki, in my opinion. So, I think, in my opinion, Wayne's the greatest of all time, period. But that's just it. Have you ever heard of Raider Clan? I uh, have not. That answers all the other questions I was asking. <laughs> oh. Like, before, like, uh, high school, I was listening to, like, a lot of Florida rappers type mm-hmm. shit, but not, like, the same... Like uh, like now type shit. I was yeah. just like Denzel Curry, like in his whole like C9 is the future type shit. Like Rel, Nell, Young Simi, like all that shit. But they gone now. You was you was more into the um that SoundCloud era. Yeah. Uh yeah. So growing up, oh yeah. yeah. What's what's buddy's name? Skeeter. Denzel Curry. I don't even know where to put him in that list either. He because people mean, don't give him his credit. But he's hard. He's, not, he's hard. I've never really got kind of swap. He, I don't know. No, he still rap, but he like. But Denzel Curry should be. He's in not the really top. in the same genre. He's not like for like. What I mean, genre? I don't mean like rap. I just mean as Florida artist because he deserves to be in the top five. He was in the same class as Kodak. I mean, what are you gonna say about? Because what I mean, rap, like you could put Kodak. Like let's say somebody's list was X Kodak Wave. There's nothing wrong with that list. I'm just talking about Florida artists and what they've done with their music. They don't gotta be in the same. They don't gotta. Yeah. They don't be talking about nothing. It's just that they're in Florida, so we just gotta put them in the list. But okay. Denzel Coy deserves to be in the list, bro. That man is talented, bro. And he's in his own type of lane too. But um, what's the next thing we're talking about? What was your topic you want to talk about? Gotcha. Shout out to the listeners, man. By the way, first and current listeners. Shout out to Spotify for sponsoring us. Appreciate everybody who's still tuned in. This is quote by Yolanda Adams. Okay. She said, anyone can love you when things are all right. It takes courage to love when things are not good and it does not feel right. How you feel about that quote? The truth. Because, you know, anybody, when, when, things, when things is going good, when um, all, all, fun, all, all funny games, you know, the sky is blue, it's easy to love somebody. Cause you know, anything easy everybody loves. So but when it when it doesn't get easy, that's the that's when when you know shit hits the fan. You ain't got nothing. You know, dark days. You don't want to be here. Someone that's sticking by you, that will drop everything in their life to be right there. That's that's when you know you got. That's that's your that's your that's your people for life. You know. 
people that you know that when you don't have a dollar to your name, they will stick by you. People that you know when when you're at your darkest days, you know you don't want to be around, you don't want to be here. They will not let you. They will never let you feel alone. You know you tell them, you know I don't I don't feel. I feel alone, you know, I feel like, you know, there's no one here, they're gonna be, they're gonna be there, they're gonna be like, nah, that ain't true. Like, the way, um, that actually brings, like, in Boys in the Hood, when, uh, when Ricky died, and, um, Doughboy... They, they did Ricky the worst way. And Doughboy said, um, Doughboy was pretty much acting like, you know, he ain't got nobody else in the world. Yeah. His other boy said, you still got one he brother still left. still got one brother left. It's, it's the truth, like, you will always have, you will only have, uh a few real solid friends for the whole life. Gotta keep them because those are the people that when shit really, shit really gets serious, they gonna pick you up when you fall. Like, um, the way, there was a quote that Martin, King, Martin Luther King said, uh, you don't judge man by, um, judge man character by where he stands in times of comfort and convenience. You judge him by where he stands in times of challenge and controversy. Anybody can look like, you know, situation-wise. Anybody can, you know, when, when, when shit is, you know, shit is going real well. When shit is easy, it's easy. It's easy, good. yeah, you know, but when shit ain't happy, you know, failure after failure, loss after loss, but you're still standing, you're still pushing, that's how you know that, that's how you know that person's true character, you know, so I, 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 I love that quote, that's, that's a real quote, um, Something that people really need to pay attention to because they got to realize sometimes these people just love you for because you know you're doing good in life. But can you really say when you lose everything, are they still gonna be right by you? Even yeah, yeah. even your shadow leaves at night. That boy Mitch said that being paid on that same note. On that same note, I like that quote because we was talking about earlier. We were talking about um, boom. We were talking about people supporting other people's business, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, when I make it, I want to bring everyone up with me, right? Yeah. So you said that when if you can't support like who you with and who you around because you don't trust they have like the same mindset, mm-hmm. you talking about you. We said that we should like cut them off and like create distance because yeah. they gonna hold you back, and bleach off of you. Mm-hmm. How do you balance that if that's still someone that you like love and appreciate when when technically um, they're not necessarily like the best for you or how you feel about that relationship isn't the best it's it, it's so it's gonna be hard everybody knows that change is never easy but when it comes down to moving on in life sometimes you gotta shed like snakes shed dead skin all the time you gotta shed only way to elevate is you gotta leave some people behind doesn't mean you have to fully cut them off just means you can't be on that same level of bond and relationship that you were on before because you're going you you want to go mm-hmm. to the top they want to stay down here that's like some of these people that's still in the projects because they want the government to keep paying for their way of life <laughs> and boys cool with that little government they, 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 they yeah. but they don't want to do what what was necessary to adapt to not have the government pay for their life mm-hmm. that's not cool the go- you you literally depending on another person. You're depending on these other hardworking people giving out their money, those taxes, for the government to provide for your way of life. Now, with that being said, there's some people that, that can't. You know, circumstances, the, the hand that they was dealt just won't allow them to. And that's, that's real, you know, that's real tragic. And that's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tragedy 
Because how is it possible? Like like Tupac said, there's no way somebody should have 12 houses and we got people without somewhere to stay living on the street. There's no reason this man should have tens of trillions of dollars. People over here don't even know when their next meal is. That's just, that's, that's, that's not the way life should be. It's the way life is. That's just the game that we got to play. You know, natural selection, the, the strongest is going to survive. But if that, if people, you know, if you, if you want to move on in life and these people don't, they want to stay where they are, you got to leave them or else they're just going to drag you down. You got to shed the dead weight. So here's, here's a question. Here's a, um, another way to rephrase the question that I'm asking. So how do you know when, let's say I have a relationship with someone, friendship, whatever, and this person is going through like tough times or whatever, mm-hmm. right? How do you know when it's just like a tough time so you can stick by them? Or how do you know when it's just like, okay, this is impacting me negatively type shit, or it's like, damn, I need to move on. When that person isn't doing everything in the power to get out of that negative time. Mm-hmm. So like, you can only help somebody as much as you can only help them as much as you can if they want to be helped. If they don't want to be helped, there's nothing really that you can do. So like, I've had friends where I, I, I realize they, there's nothing they can do for me. Like, I don't want to look at it that way, but they're just taken. They're just, they're just around because I can do something for them, but they can't do anything for me. It'd be like that. So it hurts, you know. You don't want to leave somebody behind, somebody you love, somebody you know you're loyal to, but as it's just something you got to do. You got to look out for yourself at times. Once you get to that point in life where you got to look out for yourself and you see it every day, but it's just how it is or else they're going to drag you down. Yeah. Now it's just going to be two people in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. It's just how it is, you know, when planes want to when planes want to they try to keep that altitude when they're going down, they dump that oil. They dump all that gas because they know they got to get rid of excess weight. Yeah, that's a good bar. So it's just it's just how it is. It's just how life is. How do you feel about that? Um, Let me read the quote again. Yeah, you can. I kind of have an answer me that. Read it again. Anyone can love you when things are all right. It mm-hmm. takes courage to love when things are not good and it does not feel right. Oh, yeah. That so, yeah, that's just with all relationships. It's with a... Girlfriend, whatever the case may be, family member, that's just the situation with life in general. I mean everything Nick said was the truth. Um, at least what I would say is like see it was a since you're talking about quotes, I forgot I was trying to Google that quote, bro, because I was trying to see who made it. I think it's Kendrick Lamar, but it was like when shit hits the fan, are you still a fan? Like like are you still gonna be, you know what I'm saying, the same person you are when shit is not going your way or someone's not treating you the same way. At least for me, bro, um, I just always be me. I would just stay how I am. Because shit, like this whole, I mean, if I got to go through the surgery, how that shit affected me. Like, like I said, that six to eight weeks, bro, felt forever. So I feel like I was taking the L for months. But I was still chilling. I was just watching TV, watching life go by, you know, just plotting what I'm going to do when I can walk again. But, you know, for any listener that's listening to this right now, it's like, when shit hits the fan, are you still a fan? Like, are you still... Going to be who you were the day before you took that L, or are you just gonna become a completely different person? And if you have friends, like, because I got a bunch of friends where it's like, they're not, and that's crazy how we all can think of a friend that we used to be with when we were kids, but they made decisions differently mm-hmm. from us, and not even like completely different from us, but they just made a decision that was so left 
it hasn't fixed their decision making now and they're still going that way and we're not saying we're doing the greatest things in our lives but we're just in that same path that we always wanted to be in so we're working at it but that left decision just kept them going left they, they never hit back right they ain't never hit a U-turn they're still going left is their new right now yeah. so it's like it just be like damn bro cause I still talk to him I still mess with him I still talk to whoever but it's just knowing like if I hang with you like we were like when I was we were kids, like you just said, it's gonna be two people in that boat. And none of us got a paddle. I took my paddle to come to your boat. Mm-hmm. But now my paddle's done sunk over to the ocean. So I gotta either stay with you <laughs> and be, you know what I'm saying, dumb and dumber, or I just gotta find my way back into my boat and just continue to vibe. Obviously, don't cut your friends off if you feel like you don't have to, but just, just keep them where they are for that moment. Keep doing you and hopefully y'all can link up at some time so at least Keep those memories, you know what I'm saying, revisit and, and vibe, but just remember, yo, okay, it's 11.30, let me get back to what I was doing, I'm going to holler at you later. Yeah, sure. you know Always keep relationships if you can. I knew someone was like this type shit for like a long period of time, like real together type shit. It was like, we used to both go right, like both go right, like you were saying, like right and left, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like it almost kind of happened overnight, all of a sudden, decided to go left type shit. And it's like, damn, it's like, and it was make cool, it, back. it was like, he was on this like journey together type shit, but it was like, damn, like he went left, like I'm not really trying to go that way. And it's like, damn, what do I do about that relationship? So I was like, a dilemma, it's like, damn, I'm gonna try to go this way, I'm gonna try to convince him to go this way. Eventually, you just gotta let that shit go, you feel me? But yeah. You be like that, that shit be crazy. Cause sure. you gotta let him ride, you know? Yeah. You can't, um. Zone person. Yeah. You, you, can, you can lead, just like they say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, you know, I could put, you know, I've put so many, I've put so many people in a position to succeed, you know, put, put they, I got their foot in the door. They just got to get over that, you know, that, that little hurdle, that little, little hurdle, hurdle, that, that little step. Sometimes they just don't want to turn back. What if they put the effort into doing it mm-hmm. and they just can't? I respect That's fine. I respect That's it. That's fine. As long as you put that effort in, exactly. I was raised, my parents raised exactly. me to put that effort in anything you can. Yeah. Cause ain't nobody telling you to do it like me or yeah, or like, even to like just succeed. As long as you tried, bro, it didn't work. You tried, bro. That means that's telling me you could try again somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, it means like you you have you have it in you, you have to, the ability to you know you wanted to do something. You wanted to be better. You wanted to, you know change your way, change your life, things like that. But that's all I care about. Not every door is not every door is going to open for the same people. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. the door for me, the, the door that I opened. Open for me at the perfect time, open for me the perfect way. But that same door is not going to open the same way for other people. Like growing up, I saw myself playing college basketball. I saw myself playing basketball at a higher, you know, higher level. But at some point, I just lost that. I just lost the love for that aspect of the game, that playing competitive basketball. But at the same time, I did not leave. I did not leave basketball. I just turned it into something else. I was just able to take that passion, that love, and turn it into something greater. Exactly. I tell all my homeboys, you know, if you get if you get hurt, what you gonna do? Is basketball all playing basketball your only way? It can't be. You gotta be able to find a way to, you know, turn that you don't leave that sport. There's one player named Inky Johnson. Was projected to be a top ten draft pick one year. Went in for a hit, lost feeling in his right arm. Or right or left arm, lost feeling. Couldn't play football day. Oh, I actually just seen someone like his YouTube the other day. Yeah, actually. and he even he he talks about he goes. What are you gonna do when God says no? 
Yeah, I've seen that exact video, bro. That's, that's tough. When guy says, no, what are you going to do? It's my favorite thing that I, I watch him all the time. What are you going to do? You know, are you going to curl up on the ball, sit in the corner, and feel sorry for yourself? Or are you going to get up and take that shit and move on? Yeah. Do what you got to do, you know? He he was going to be a millionaire, you know? He was going to change his family's life, take his family out the hood for the rest of their lives. God had a different path for him. Now he's still able to do that just through a different way. Now he's able to impact other people in ways that he never expected himself. God's I never expected, yes, no. I've never expected, I never expected myself to do this. I expected myself to, you know, be playing basketball for, you know, putting the ball in the basket and playing it for other people. But I'm giving other people ways to do that. Yeah. I'm giving them that, that opportunity. Nobody ever saw, you know, people always tell me they saw me being a coach. They saw me being, you know, a lawyer or something like that. Nobody ever saw me doing this. But I am. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to do this shit to the day I can. Mm-hmm. And I hope when I leave, my legacy is I helped as many people as I can. And maybe I started a wave where other people want to do it at the same way. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, don't, and don't let him fool you, bro. That man can play to himself. You know what I'm saying? He be in the neighborhood quite often. That boy has <laughs> age. I'm not gonna, I, I was surprised you had a shot like that. Because even with you, how you shoot, I don't know if it's because of the ankle or it's always how you... Like, you don't even get that far off the ground. I really... It's, Your I, shot is just so... It's, it's got to be muscle man. It's, like, it's actually my... It's the way I've been playing for the for yeah. my entire that life. Did, People ask me all the time how I don't jump. But it's just... Everything about me is that quick... Is that first quick step. You know, if I can get that first step quick enough, you're not going to be able to... You're going to have to play catch up with me. And now, once I know you're going to have to play catch up, you're not going to be able to. So, if I can get that... If I, I, I was able to create my shot to the point where... It's quick enough to where nobody's really, you know, I can catch it, boom, yeah, let it fly. I catch it in certain ways where I have different shot forms where you, I'm going to release it in a certain way where you can't catch it. And I develop my game around that. But um, that's why I tell everybody, everything is about natural. If, you, if it feels natural, use it. Don't tell, you know, simplest, the simplest way you can play my game is very simple. I'm just going to get that ball in that basket however I can. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to do something I can't do. I know I can't do it. If I know I can do it, I'm going to do it. And people, you know, people say, oh, if I play you one-on-one, you're going to beat me just by backing me down. People made their lives, their, their, their lives doing that. They made their, you know, millions of dollars doing that. Shout out to Dwight Howard. Bro. Backing people down. Yeah. Shooting the ball. Like, why would I change that? It works for me. It's like, why you want me to play your way? Like, yeah, like, if, if I'm going to I'm make you guard me how, how, how I want you to guard me. Because mm-hmm. I know you're not going to be able to do it. So, you know, like, but shout out to all the trainers. You know, I trained with a lot of people growing up. I took that shit serious. I wanted to really play basketball at a high level, and I could have. You know, I, there, there's no, there's no, I, I have no doubt about it. I probably could have, but God had a different way. You know, there's a different path for me. So I took that path, and I'm running with it to the, as far as I can. What's your top five basketball players in your book? You don't got to be all time. It could be right now, whatever you want to do. That's a tough one, you know. You don't got to rank it either. Got to go with Kobe. Got to go with MJ. Got to go with Bron. I got to go with Shaq. Shaq is somebody that you know. You can't. Stop. He was nobody was able to stop him. Nobody was that big, moving like that. Nobody is even that. Even if Shaq did it now, nobody would be able to guard that because no, you should not be moving when you're that big. That man was the most dominant player to ever set foot. Like you put anybody in front of him, he's eating them up, eating them up. And then just because he was so simple, I got to go with Tim Duncan. 
Duncan just that's, that's a good list. Just he's just everything was simple about it. Simple about it. Like even they said they said even his, his his trash talk was simple. He wouldn't even say nothing in full sentences. It was just like almost <laughs> <laughs> close. Next time, buddy. He's like really talking about the line. That's really yeah, like they, like KG even said it. Like even KG's one of my favorite players of all time. He's gonna back that shit up, you know. Yeah, I like him. I like those people that's gonna do something nobody else is gonna do. He did his Hall of Fame recently. Like you know, Dennis those Dennis Rodmans, those Kevin Garnetts, those PJ Tuckers. Those are my favorite because they're gonna do the stuff that nobody else wants to do. That dirty work, that grunt work, that you know, get their hands dirty. They gotta be the bad guy. They gonna be a bad guy. Ron Artest, they gonna be the bad guy. They have to be. So the other people can succeed, but they're still gonna succeed, you know. But Tim Duncan's one of my favorite, you know, he's him, Dirk Nowitzki. Everything's just so simple. I love that simple game. I don't like that flash. Like, you know, it's, it's cool to watch, but man, just put the ball in the basket. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason to be doing all that. You know, you can go for, like, Clay Thompson went for 50-something points with six dribbles. Just chill. It doesn't get simpler than that. Damn. It doesn't get simpler than that. Like, he's made a career off of it. There's people. One. I hope he comes back good after all those injuries he yeah. had recently. I would be the least averaging 28. Six dribbles a whole game? Six dribbles the entire game. You didn't watch that game, bro? You gotta watch that game. Six dribbles the entire game. Bro, the man, he's a catch and shoot. He's probably top three catch and shoot players. Easily, you know, he's just coming off boom. His form, bro. People talk about his form. I guess the God form. Because he catches it. He catches it right here, boom. And his his teammates know where to put that ball. Perfect shot. And that's what I've, you know, I grew up playing where I knew exactly where I wanted to catch that ball, where the ball needed to be. I'm a, when I, if I catch it a certain way, I'm gonna move a certain way. So you know, it's just about I've, I've, most of the stuff I've, I do nowadays is self-taught, just studying the game, you know, looking at different ways. You know, I can I can play any position I really need to be, um, but it's just something self-taught. Like I taught myself. You know, I was getting bored during quarantine. Just picked up a basketball, played a little every day, taught myself things. Try to do try new things that I didn't do when I was younger. So it's just basketball. You know, it's a beautiful sport. It's really poetry and emotion. It's a beautiful sport, in my opinion. You know, so I've I'm real thankful to be able to pick that ball up, and it did save my life. It's taught me, you know, and it's brought. I've met more people than I can imagine. I've created bonds and relationships. That will last a life. That will last a lifetime. Some of my closest friends I've met through a simple orange wall, and they're you know doing great things with their lives. I'm doing my, and I promise you, we are going to meet at the top. We're going to take over at one point. It's going to be real scary, but it's all through one ball that bounces and goes through a basket. It makes that that sound that that's. That's the most satisfying sound ever. Yeah. When that ball hits that net and you hear that sound, that's the most satisfying sound I've ever heard in my life. So, that's right, man. Yeah. Listen, bro, we appreciate you for starting to the podcast again for the second time. Let the people know they can follow you when the league's happening again. If it didn't happen already, just Inst- it just- Instagram, OMB underscore Nick. You, you know, you tap in with that. I post about the league all the time. You know, I'm finishing up my last season of the my last season of the uh, year. Back 22 teams, back to back seasons. I hope we can do it the same next year. You know, everybody welcome. You know, soon we I will be venturing to different parts of Florida. So you know, you just tap in with that. 
I'm I'm all over. I'm got connection right now. This is it. Yeah, that's, that's that's time, but yeah, you know, any you know, just tapping. You know, I'm I'm always I, I'm always open to meeting new people. Just come hoop. And if you don't want to even want to hoop, just come watch. Boynton Beach YMCA Sundays from eleven o'clock to ten o'clock. I'm there all day. Come watch. Come come enjoy the show. You can you gonna meet some people. You gonna see some shit you ain't seen before. And you gonna have a fun time. You just gonna enjoy it. I promise you that. That's what's up. Hey, if you listen right now, we appreciate y'all. We fuss with y'all. If nobody loves y'all, remember, we love y'all. You can follow our Instagram at DVP underscore 561. You can follow my Instagram at JC underscore minor 13. Hey, man, follow your boy at Nick Gabriel the two E's, man. Stuff I'm going to be here sooner than later. But everything you said, man, appreciate everybody signing through. Yes, sir. Everybody listening. With all that being said, Diamond Versus, we out. Yo! Yo.